I think like the only one who was not super nervous. I think everyone else was like super nervous for the race. And I think normally I would also have been this, but I was just so done and I was just, you know, so ready to work for my teammates for once. They always work for me. So it was just <laughs> super nice that I could come and, you know, give a little bit back. So for me, I, I had no stress whatsoever. And, and, and I was not afraid of the, of the pavés, which I think many of the girls were, were a bit afraid. G'day legends and welcome back to the Press Room Podcast presented by Zwift, our title sponsor and the presenting partner of Tour de France Femmes and Paris-Roubaix Femmes. Zwift are getting behind the biggest races on the Women's World Tour calendar and for good reason. It's so good to have their support behind my podcast and also the biggest women's races going around. But anyway, today's episode, we're continuing on the theme of Paris-Roubaix Femmes. Obviously, yesterday we spoke with Ellen Van Dyke, so I hope you guys enjoy that episode. And if you haven't listened to it already, go back and give it a whirl because it's an absolute belter. But today's episode, we're speaking with Emma Norsgaard of Movistar, one of their best classics riders. She's having a really good season this year. She's won, well, she's won a race already, and she's been in the top 10 every single event she's entered. Now, obviously, last year, she had a barnstorming run, sixth place in Roubaix, in that second group, chasing Lizzie Dignan, really, really impressive, and she is gunning for Roubaix this year. And we learned that last year, she wasn't even prepared to ride Roubaix, and, um, you know, she was kind of scared about her wedding, which was coming up the week afterwards, so we talk about that. Um, talk about getting punked by Sarah Giganti. Um, it's a really, really good chat. So hopefully you guys enjoy this episode. I certainly did. I actually had to get up at 1.30 in the morning to do this recording. So um, shout out to uh, Movistar for setting that one up. The time differences is always uh, a challenge. But anyway, legends, that's enough for me. It's time for another episode of the Press Room Podcast. It's the Paribay Special. Get on that ergo and I'll see you real soon. I really want to talk about Paris-Roubaix. This is what this um, segment's all about. So, you know, this season, you've had a really good season. You started really yeah. well. Top 10 <laughs> every race you've been on and, and, of course, you win as well. How's your preparation gone for, for Paris-Roubaix? Are you happy with it? Uh, yes. I, I feel like I'm, I'm where I should be. And, and yeah, the, the season has been, been good so far. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I hope for a little bit more in Ghent where I had a – a huge chance but uh, but yeah it's only making me more hungry for for the for another victory mm, mm. Is, is Roubaix like is that the race that you aspire to win the most yeah for sure like uh, of course also I I hope one day I can maybe be one of the contender for Tour of Flanders but uh, I also know the, know my limits, and and right now I I feel like Roubaix is it's the it's the biggest for me right now, yeah. Mm, mm, it's massive, and and yeah. to, to race it last year, uh, of course, in the in the state that it was, you know, being with the rain and, and the spectacle and stuff. Yeah. Um, with last year's edition, I don't think it's forecast for for rain this year. You know, it's not often that it is. I wonder, does it feel like a different race because it's not going to be wet touch wood <laughs> yes i think i think yes i mean uh, 
last year was crazy because of of the of the rain so i think it's gonna be completely different and and for sure it's also i mean last year was so much about luck also because you know if yes. one in front of you crash you are out so uh, yeah for sure it's gonna be super exciting and uh, and I'm, i can't wait to to be on the sideline oh that is so cool did you feel the same last year as well no actually like uh, after the the world championship i called my my manager and i was like oh, i don't know if i want to race because mentally i was just done with the season and and the world championship for me was not super and i was thinking like wow i i'm never gonna finish robert <laughs> uh, but yeah then he said to me i'll just come and and work for for all your teammate it's like okay i come and but i stop after the first pave i stop i am not gonna <laughs> finish the race <laughs> But then, yeah, I don't know. Then when you're on the start line, it's the first pario bay and, you know, yeah. And then I was in a nice group at the first, at the first pave and I was thinking, nah, okay, I might as well just see, see what's, what's going to happen now. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. And then ended up finishing sixth, which is, <laughs> that's insane. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was, it was such a cool race. Like it was just, perfect for for what i want like in a race it's uh it was crazy it was hard and it was yeah it was amazing really yeah that's that about sums it up what it was like to watch as well it was <laughs> it was insane to watch i had all my friends over here and we were just like what yeah. is going on you know it's so yeah, yeah it was it was crazy <laughs> my dad was also watching it he was in uh, in Roubaix watching yeah. it and and I remember I said to him, like, please bring some some dry clothing for me because after the first pave, I'm I'm gonna stop and then you're gonna pick me up. He's like, yeah, 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 he will wait for me. And then he's he is there after the first pave and he's like, oh, I'm here. <laughs> and and I and I I shout to him, no, dad, I continue. So see you at the finish line. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> it makes me think of like all the Saunier's holding up wheels in the pavé yeah. and then there's your dad with like a pair of jeans. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He was like, I'm here if you want to stop. And I was uh, like, no, no, I continue now. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, that's but... brilliant. I wondered from the first edition, even though it's going to be so different um, being not raining and the, and the condition that the cobbles were in, um, what, have you, what did you learn last year that you're going to take into this year's race? I think uh, actually what ha was really good for me last year was coming into the race. I think like the only one who was not super nervous. I think everyone else was like super nervous for the race. And I think normally I would also have been this, but I was just so done and I was just, you know, so ready to work for my teammates for once. They always work for me. So it was just <laughs> super nice that I could come and, you know, give a little bit back so for me I, I had no stress whatsoever and 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 I was not afraid of the of the pavés which I think many of the girls were were oh. a bit afraid but it was like I didn't care I was just like yeah whatever we see what happens wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think this is like it was super nice for me actually because you know, then it made it also a bit easier um, mm. starting the race. And 
positioning yourself also was a bit easier for me because I didn't I was not so stressed mm. um, and this is definitely something that I want to bring for for this year because yeah this year is gonna be different for me like mentally because now I'm I'm 100% ready for it and mm. and now I'm like in a position where I normally would stress super like yeah yeah but uh, but I hope I can like bring this you know chilled chilled me to to the start line yeah i reckon just tell your dad the same thing next time <laughs> <laughs> yeah please wait after the first time <laughs> i can't believe you weren't scared that's insane like the men were scared i remember seeing pictures you know the day before yeah. everyone was posting pictures out the window of the rain and like <laughs> they didn't look happy about it but so the, the only thing i was that was actually a uh, a big scare for me, but I was a bit scared to to ruin my face because I had my wedding two two weeks after. Wow! And I was like, wow! Fuck! If I crash, at least not on the face, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was okay. like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Imagine, yeah. Wow. but then yeah, finally when we started the race, I didn't think at all. I was just like. I need to do the lead out for the first pave for, for my teammates and then mm. finito. Mm. Yeah. It, it, so in it, a way, that actually works out pretty good, um, at least yeah. for that first sector. Because the first sector in any Roubaix is wet, dry, men's, women's, whatever, yeah. so important. And exactly. If your mission was to, at least the one you were ready to check out with afterwards, was getting to the your teammates to the front, leading out to the front. Well, then you're hitting that sector in the front. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. and, and, and like, yeah, last year's race, it was just be at the front and hopefully no one falls over in front of you. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is what it looked, it didn't look like anyone had control at all, really. No, but yeah. wow, it was, Maybe it was Mariana. crazy. Mm, yeah, mm. yeah, true. But wow, fucking, it was so crazy. Like, you could do nothing if you saw, like, if you saw someone like three riders ahead of you crashing, you were just like, "Wow, here we go. <laughs> I need to crash also then. <laughs> there, were, there were nothing to do, you know. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. What are you going to do differently this year that you that you compared to last year? Will you do anything differently maybe with, um, uh, well, I don't know. What about, what about the feeding in the race? Have you thought about that? more this year it seemed like it would be it was really difficult for everyone last year yeah mm, I don't know like uh, I don't know what I want to make different because I think I was the best version of myself actually last year wow. um yeah because I just remember for so many races for example the world's championship where I I really want to do so well and I put all this pressure on myself and my head is exploding and then yeah i you know i become nothing i i drop at the first climb and here i just come i'm happy i'm i'm chilled i'm just you know looking forward for the for the break after the race and yeah i think this i it's it's not completely the same but i also have a break after Roubaix and i think yeah i just want to enjoy you know and, mm. and not put all this pressure on me and and just have in mind that to win Roubaix, you also need to be super lucky. And, you know, sometimes the luck is not there and sometimes it is. And, yeah, I just, you know, I just want to enjoy really, like, and, and try to do the same as I did last year. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a, yeah. a good point. And does it feel like 
Um, I guess, does it feel nice going into a race where you know you've got a break on the other side of it? Yeah, for me, actually, it's it's super nice. Like, uh, for example, now we, we... It's also, like, both, you know? It's because with, uh, for example, with Ghent, if, if let's say, I, I would have won Ghent, I would have been like, wow, so great with a break. But now when I become number five and if I would have a break after, I would feel like, wow, now I never got my chance, you know? Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's like both nice and not so nice if it ends shit you know <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 i get it i get it um i wonder do you go on um do you ever use swift emma well i i did yeah because when i lived in denmark or spent a lot of time in denmark during corona there was really nothing else to do you know so mm. it was uh, it was super nice but now in in spain I don't use it so much to be hmm. to be honest. The weather's because too good, right? Always, always hmm. super good. Yeah. Hmm. So after Corona, I mean, I've not used it super super much, but yeah, in when, in Spain, they, they all, it's always nice. <laughs> when you're stuck inside and it's raining out and and it's raining or yeah, locked in. I mean, there certainly isn't anything better. Yeah, for sure. I mean, for the for the COVID, it was seriously the best. Like I think you guys were. It was it was the best, like because on 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 the home trainer, why wow, it's it's so boring. Like after three minutes, I I just want to stop, you know. And and then my brother Matthias, he he did a lot and still do it do it a lot. And mm. it's like, oh, try this. It it's actually makes it for, more fun. And I was like, yeah, come on, it's it's not gonna be fun to sit on the home. <laughs> but yes, and then you know I started competing and. Then I had like, um, yeah, you become better and better in, in Swiss. And I was like, wow, okay. So mm. it was, yeah, becoming a sport for me also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My uh, my partner um, used to just ride on the track and she, yeah. her, her type of ergo was just like in the garage, no screens, nothing, just yeah. like hardcore Jess Allen style. Oh, God. And, yeah, and then I told her about Zwift. She's like, no, 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 I'm not, don't need that. And then next thing you know, she's higher than me level-wise now. She's, <laughs> it's, she told me yes, she told me yesterday, she's like, oh, I just got to level 28 now. And I'm like, I what actually, the hell? It, it annoyed me a little bit because I'm like, I'm level 28. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. On. So it's like these little I'm competitions now. Yeah, yeah it, it is like a, it's a full-blown com- competition. And yeah. wow. I, I just love seeing like it was almost every day, you know, in the beginning where you can rise up in level. So it's like yeah. super cool. Yeah, well, it's super cool. Now it takes <laughs> forever. It takes forever now. It's uh, but it's part of the challenge. Um, yeah, okay. it is. Um, last question. This is this is, a, this is a hard question, or maybe it's an easy question. I don't know. But um, would you rather, Emma, win Roubaix or the first stage of the Tour de France Femmes? Wow, but that's impossible to answer. No? <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, <laughs> what would have made the question even harder was last year when it was the first edition of Robert and the first edition of. That's Sport true. Of that's true. Uh, I don't know. Like, that's really hard. Like, mm. it's like choosing between your kids you know if you had like two kids yes. and you had to choose it's like impossible no <laughs> unless one of them's not listening you know and 
that's super annoying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, uh, okay. Okay. Too hard to answer, but obviously those two mean a lot. Um, and I also, love that. I wondered, have you met um, Sarah yet, Giganti? Surely. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, I, I met her in the in the training camp. Oh, yeah, of course. Training yeah. camp. Sick. Well, the press room, she came, she was a third guest on the press room. So a massive yeah. thing um, of Sarah. <laughs> so that's cool. And it, um, she fully got me with a with a um, April Fool's yesterday. On her, oh, yeah? She posted on her Instagram a story of like her STEM notes of her workout. Yes. And she's like, yeah, yeah. Big, big day today. And it was like. 30 minutes this, 20 minutes that, and then there was these sprints. And I was looking at this workout and I was like, that's ah. hectic. And then I was like, wow. And I messaged her, I was like, oh, rest in peace. You, that's, you're dead yeah. after that. And then I saw yeah. the, the sprints and it had the watts. It was like 10 sprints, but greater than 1,200 watts. And then I was yeah, like, yeah, hang yeah. on a second. That's, <laughs> you're, doing, <laughs> you're doing 1,200 watts for, for 10 seconds. That's pretty good. But that was uh, April Fool's. Yeah, it was. It got ah, me. Got me good was, time. At this breakfast this morning, I was showing it to, to the teammates here. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, it, it's not possible. And we were just like <laughs> discussing it. And some of the other girls were like, maybe she don't know. Maybe she took wrong of, you know, <laughs> number two and three. And I was like, no, no. <laughs> it was the sprints that got me. I was like, I, I could always see the other power, but, if, you know, 50 kilo yeah. Sarah doing, you know, 200 watts. Like, exactly. Oh. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, but yeah. we were like really discussing the whole morning. Oh. We, I have, we had no idea it was an April Falls. <laughs> That's good. That's so good. Oh, All right. Well, um, Emma, thanks so much for your time, mate. It was so good to speak to you because I am a massive fan of yours. So it's, um, <laughs> it's cool. So I got up at 1 a.m., you know, so it's a big deal. All right. Thank you so much. No worries. And um, good luck for the preparation and the training. And, um, yeah, chat again sometime soon. Who knows? Thank you so much. All right. See Bye-bye. you. Bye. All right, legends, that is another episode of the Press Room Podcast done and dusted three in a row. And I hope you're enjoying these Paris-Roubaix specials that are coming out. Big thank you to Emma Norsgaard for coming on the podcast. Just amazing to talk with these riders that are just huge names. And Emma has a massive chance of winning Roubaix on Saturday and at least getting on the podium. She's been making this race her focus this year so i hope she has a great ride and gets all the luck you need to get across the line in that velodrome at roubaix but of course thanks to zwift who are the presenting partner of Paris roubaix and also the title sponsor of the press room and um a big thank you to smith optics you must check out their sunnies they've got some really really cool designs and i have to say the bobcat doing i know i'm just going on about bobcat but it's a sick sick uh like frame lens setup Unless you want to go Ben O'Connor style and get the Wildcats and just tick off a couple of Tour de France stages while you're at it, like he does. Anyway, guys, we're going to be back again in a couple of days' time for Sunday for a bit of Paris-Roubaix history with the Friends of Roubaix organisation. More about that soon, but I'll see you again on Sunday. Thanks, guys.